Chapter Twenty of the Tale of Bobby Boobolink. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry, Johnson City, Tennessee. The Tale of Bobby Boobolink by Arthur Scott Bailey. A Hermit's Advice. There was another besides Timothy Turtle who was not pleased when Bobby Boobooink moved to Cedar Swamp at hang time. But this was a very different sort of person. It was Jolly Robin's cousin, Mr. Hermit Thrush. Everyone called him the Hermit, for short, because he was a quiet gentleman who did not like to attract attention, but preferred to spend his time in a thicket on the edge of the swamp. He had a beautiful, sweet song, which he sang in a calm, unruffled fashion, when he thought nobody was near. The hermit loathed noisy, boisterous people, and he disliked loud clothes, too, no matter who wore them. He had even been known to speak in a slighting way of his cousin, Jolly Robin, not only because he was so sprightly and cheerful, but because he always wore a red waistcoat. The hermit himself clung to more sober colors. His coat was olive brown, his tail somewhat paler in hue, and his waistcoat of quite a light shade spotted with black. As a rule, he had little to say to his neighbors. But soon after Bobby Bobolink came to the swamp to live the hermit began to talk more freely. He began to make complaints, saying that he had chosen Cedar Swamp as a quiet place to live, and it was upsetting to him to have anyone as harem scarum as Bobby Boobooink settle in the neighborhood. And one day the hermit even spoke to Bobby Boobooink himself and told him to task although nobody had introduced Bobby to him, and generally the hermit wouldn't speak to anybody who had made his acquaintance like that. "'Young man,' said the hermit, solemnly, when he chanced to meet the newcomer near the thicket where the hermit lived, "'I'm going to give you a piece of advice. I'm going to warn you that if you don't behave differently, you'll come to some bad end.' Now Bobby Bobolink supposed that, of course, the speaker was only joking. He knew that some people could joke when they wore a long face. So he laughed heartily, and thinking what a jolly chap the stranger in the spotted waistcoat was, he began to sing. "'There you go!' the hermit exclaimed, as a look of pain crossed his refined face. You can't even keep still long enough to hear a little valuable advice. Do stop that annoying noise of yours and listen to what I have to say. Bobby Boobooink was so surprised to hear anybody speak in such a way of his singing that he broke right off in the middle of a note, making a squeaky sound that caused the hermit to shudder. Now try and control yourself, said the hermit. And if you can only learn to stop making that jiggling, jaggling music 
Perhaps you'll be able to save yourself from a sad fate. Bobby Boobalink stared at the hermit as if he couldn't believe what his own ears told him. What are you talking about? he demanded. With great care, the hermit flicked a bit of moss off his waistcoat before answering, and then he said, Don't you know that some day, when you're in the midst of a frenzy of song, you're going to explode? And then there'll be nothing left of you except a cloud of feathers. End of chapter 20